Yes, welcome back, welcome back. It is a brand new episode of Waste of Space. After a couple week hiatus, a lot of baseball watching done during that time frame. Got my buddy the cynic here, he took his microphone lessons. There's a lot yeah, going still, on. Still not good at it though, come on. Well, takes time, takes time. So I did a lot of baseball watching. A lot of crowd watching. I guess the first question would be, is it too early in the season to overreact? Yes and no. I don't know. In the Yankees' case, they can't get a hit with runners on base. The most runners in scoring position so far this year, so I don't know. Starting pitchers can't get out of the fourth. Just, yeah. It'll be bad, dude. Yeah, we're three and a half series in. Uh, I'm already in panic mode. The Rays are uh, not offensively very good. But we weren't offensively very good last year either. But our pitching made up for it. Our pitching is still pretty good this year. We have nobody in the bullpen that's very reliable. Our starters are okay. But our defense is weird. And for God's sakes, nobody can hit. Nobody can hit. Nobody can hit. We got wrecked by the by the Rangers the last two games, and the Rangers are not good at all. See, but so at least you're playing teams outside the division. It seems like the Yankees, most of our games have been in the division and not winning. And I think that's why I feel worse because you're doing it against teams that you're going to see all year. Like we played you guys, we stunk. And then we play you guys starting again tomorrow. So I don't know what's going to happen. You know, the Blue Jays, we just lost two out of three, and, and the Red Sox are, are playing well. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I think it's I think it's overreaction time. It's panic time. I don't really like what I see from the Rays so far. I'm starting to think that all the stars were aligned last year, and, uh, well, you know, we didn't quite get there, but got close enough. I think maybe it was uh, an outlier. I would like to not lose to the Rangers, though. That would be pretty cool. Come on, they're good. The Rangers? The Rangers, the same Rangers that got no hit by a guy from San Diego? Trying to make you feel better. Well, it's not working. All right, well, good. Yeah, no, uh, you know, in New York sports, it's it's all the teams. Like I think the Knicks, they they broke it down. The Knicks need to go like eleven and five to have have like the four or the five seed, and and the Rangers, you know, the Islanders are playing the Bruins tonight, and and the Blue Shirts hate the Rangers, but you, or the Islanders, but you need the Islanders to win because we're chasing the Bruins. What uh what spot are you in in the um in the division in hockey? Yeah, we're behind we're behind the Bruins for a playoff spot. So you're you're five, you're number five. Yeah. Bruins are four. Yep. That's a surprise, actually. That the Bruins are are four and not one or two. So does it go? Um, Toronto or uh, so it goes Islanders and then Capitals and then uh, who's it? Who's who's third? Hold on, let me pull it up. So Islanders are 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 on top. I'm assuming the Capitals are second or third. Pittsburgh, probably. I bet it's Pittsburgh. 
I can't imagine Pittsburgh's out of a playoff spot. Yeah, it's it's definitely not Philly. They're 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 bottom, right? Besides Buffalo. Buffalo's bottom, but Philly's second to last, right? Yeah. Couldn't happen to a better club. Yeah, I'm a a, a big anti Philly person. That's me in in the in the Penguins and the Bruins. Penguins and Bruins. My my hierarchy of hate when it comes to hockey, it goes Bruins, Penguins, Blackhawks. Which actually as much as I hate ESPN, ESPN did sign the big deal with the NHL to start covering them next year, and NBC Sports is going away, which is good. Well, the, the channel is going away. The NBA sport or NBC Sports Network is going away, which means no more god awful NBC Sports coverage of hockey, and they are terrible. Like, I know that everyone has a soft spot for Doc Emmerich being like a 102 years old and still calling hockey and in his weird and wacky way. But I'll be very happy to not have to hear Pierre Maguire's voice anymore for the rest of my life. And, uh, yeah. they never, they, they never met a Blackhawks game where they weren't pulling for them. Like it, you could have really called that the national Blackhawks channel really. Cause Oh my dear God. And it was so bad during the Stanley cup playoffs last year. Like when, when the lightning were playing, the um, Islanders in the uh, in the championship. The, I mean, they were on Matt Barzell's dick so hard, like you'd think he was the second coming of Christ. Yeah, and, and that's actually not the first time you've said that. It, you 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 are consistent with that, but I, I I just wish national networks wouldn't cover it or. Even if they did, you still had the the local broadcast because you know all, all sports are really regional, but football. So you have your guys. Yeah, you do get spoiled. You know, like um, just as an example for for the Lightning, our guy had just retired, uh, Rick Rick Peckham. Rick Peckham is he was amazing. Like he looked like he was about to die. But he's still there. He's still with the team. He still does PA announcing for special events, you know, like if they do ice ceremonies or anything like that. Uh, we got a guy, I can't remember where he came from. I think he was Vegas or uh, he, he was with another team. His name is Dave Randorf. He took over and he took a little bit of getting used to because he's got a lisp and it was very noticeable at first. But after six or seven games, you didn't even notice. And our, our color commentator for, for the Lightning is Brian Engblom, and he's he's pretty amazing, I think. He used to play for the uh, for the Flyers. Yeah, I mean, we, we have Rosen, and then you got LaGreca there. You got Kay, uh, John Sterling. I don't know if you listen to his calls on, on the radio broadcast. For the Rangers? Well, that, that's for the, the Yankees. Uh, the, uh, I have So I have seen Michael – or seen and heard – Michael K. I was not a fan. There was a series. Uh, it wasn't last year. I think it was. It was maybe two or three years ago. We played a series against you, and one or two of the games, we did. I think it was on FS1, maybe. But it was a split announcing where they had Michael K. and then Brian Anderson, who Brian Anderson's the Rays color guy, and he's, I mean, he's hilarious. So they had the two of them together, so it was like kind of doing a split thing, and they were pretty good. But I wasn't really a huge Michael K fan. But again, it's all it's all just bias because like Dwayne Stats, 
who is our play-by-play for the Rays. He's been our play-by-play guy for the entire existence of the team, like since since first pitch, 1998. He's been the guy, yeah. and he's yeah. got but, but, like a million years. And he's got he used to do, he used to do the Astros, uh, and he's got just baseball history galore. But they do like an Abbott and Costello routine, but it's natural. Like they don't even have to practice. Like it's just natural between them. You should listen to John Sterling radio calls, though. He's even even his home run calls are good. Yeah, I know a lot of people aren't really huge fans of him outside of New York, but it's a it's Who's a Sterling. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some some people say some bad things about him, but it's I think it's mostly because he's a homer. I mean, so if you're not a Yankees fan, of course you're gonna you're gonna dislike the the people that are calling the other team the the homers for the other team like the um yeah. Bo- the Boston uh, Celtics guy. I was watching them play the Magic one time, and he was just atrocious. Maybe it was the accent. That might have been part of it, is the accent. Yeah, but, I mean, all the Boston guys are homers. You know, I lived up there for a long time, so so they, that's all they care about. It, it, it really is amazing. Like, like because, like, the TV broadcast in New York, I mean, Cone, Cone and O'Neal, you know, those those guys are somewhat homers. But K is pretty much just facts. Because here you get crushed. If you're like a legit homer, like like I guess that's just because New York has so many different people from different areas. Like like there's a lot of negative feedback based on that. So you kind of got to be neutral when you make your calls, which is kind of nice. So you said Cohn, is that David Cohn, the old pitcher? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see he got a job. He's pretty good. You like him? Yeah, he's actually he's pretty good. He breaks down the analytics side, you know, the spin rates and stuff like that. So it it it, it is interesting to listen to him. You know, coming off a mound, you know, he, he pitched a perfect game. You can't really say anything about that. Speaking of that, can you believe that is there's already been two no hitters in the month of April? Yeah, and wasn't the one almost a perfect game, but he hit the guy in the back of the shoe in the bottom of the ninth? Yeah, that was Rodon. Uh that was that was Rodon for the White Sox. And what's really funny about that is, so I've been, I've been in a a Roto fantasy baseball league for going on, I think about six, six or seven years now, maybe a little longer. I think it might be seven years I've been doing this. And, um, I picked him up the, that day, like earlier in the day, I picked him up and dropped Ryan Yarbrough for the raise. And that, it made me sad when I did it because, you know, I'm I'm a homer, obviously. Well, and it's not just that I'm a homer is that Ryan Yarborough is from Polk County, Florida. So he's from... So you're a super homer. Well, he's from where I grew up. So, like, I want him to succeed. But he had two really, really, really bad outings. So I dropped him. And I saw Rodan was available. And, and I looked at his little blurb. And it said, oh, he, he was supposed to pitch on Monday. But he had, you know, like stomach cramps or something. So he probably had the shits. And so they they pushed his start back to, uh, to Wednesday. And so I was like, well, you know, I'll take a flyer on him. Why not? And then... I was going to bed after watching the Rays get crushed by the damn Rangers and was like, give me some good news. And I looked and I'm like, holy shit, the guy threw a damn no hitter with no with no walks. And uh, one yeah. one base runner. Yeah, and he hit him hit him in the foot in the ninth. Uh, it happens. Imagine being um you know, it sucks being that close, but remember what happened to Annabelle Sanchez when he played for the Tigers? And he, yeah, and he had the, the perfect game. The ump, the ump blew the call at first, 
Yeah, was that Angel Hernandez? Because that wouldn't surprise me. No, no, it was a, it was an American guy. It was an American guy with a goatee, and I remember when it was over, he he went on TV and he said, "Hey, you know what? I screwed up. I'm really sorry, and I screwed up. I see it now. You know, you don't have to crush me for it. Like I, you know, I apologize. I ruined it for him." Then they had like the next time that that he umped a game for them, they had a nice little moment on the field where Annabal was like, "Yeah, I accept your apology, buddy." Yeah, and then he got every call. Well, and he still he still pitches. He still pitches. He was on that uh he was on that Nationals team that that beat the the Dodgers a couple of years ago. The Baby Shark team. Really? Yeah, he was uh he was one of their pitchers. It was him, Strasburg, and uh Scherzer were the the yeah, three I, your three starters. Yeah, I don't remember that. So a lot I, to talk uh, about with the um that first series though. The Rays and Yankees series one. Now that series two is going to start tomorrow night in the Bronx. Um, series one in Tampa, our home opener. We milked the milked the hell out of it with the banner raising and showing all the highlights on the field. It was it was a good moment. So the Yankees had to go and spoil it and start headhunting. Throw, throwing awesome. David Montgomery throwing right at Austin Meadows' head. It was an accident. Yeah. I, I don't a, care what your Homer com- commentator said. It was an accident. The ball slipped. That was a really bad slip. Still slipped. So we pulled off two out of three in the first one. We're probably going to lose all three this weekend. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. I hope so. I can not ask for anything more. I mean, we really need this. Well, you'll only have to face glass now, I think, maybe Sunday. Because he pitched to Is he lined up with Cole? I didn't look. I've been busy at work. So I think – so he pitched on Tuesday. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So he would be up on Sunday. Yeah, so, he's up – yeah, yeah. Cole will be Sunday too then because – So then that'll be a hell of a game. Tyon pitched or whatever that guy's name is. And then uh, – so it'll be your guys. It'll be Montgomery. And I think Herman's still down, so we'll we'll see. I didn't know until right before the season started that that John uh, Paxton went back to Seattle. Yeah, no, the Yankees didn't re-up him. He he uh, he he blew out his elbow. Yeah, he's he's been hurt since the beginning. Like I I remember watching him, or no, James Paxton, not John Paxton, James Paxton. So I, I when I lived in Seattle, I remember him starting his career out with the Mariners and he was really, really good. And he had the one no hitter against uh, Toronto in, in Toronto, which was good for him because he was, he's Canadian. So it was kind of a big deal. Huge problem. Who's that Paxton was a huge problem for you. Yeah. Yeah. Always hurt. He was unreliable even in the playoffs. It was, it wasn't good. Well, but, but speaking of Canadians go. So, uh, one of the guys that works for me is like I, I I watch Jeopardy, so you know I've I've been in it. So you know he can't help but to remind me that Trebek, you know, is Canadian. You know, he goes, "Oh, that that's the greatest Canadian of all time." So we looked up a list of Canadians. He was Canadian. Yeah. So like Tommy Chong, Canadian. Yeah, Tommy Chong. The Rock, Canadian. The Rock. Yeah, that's what it says. But I think maybe he got citizenship because he played for the Canadian Football League. 
I think that's it because he went to school in Miami, and I think his uh, dad was from Hawaii. Yeah, like it's just like this crazy list, but you know, this, this all goes back. Do you watch Jeopardy? It's been a while, not not since. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a long time. I don't think I've seen a recent episode since since so, he's been dead. Aaron Rodgers is the host of Jeopardy for last week and this week. So he's done. He's done two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So he's got what tonight and tomorrow, and then that's it. But I mean, you know, he, he he's not bad. That's what I heard. Like like the the other guy, the producer. You know, he was all right, but it just didn't feel right. But like Rogers, I I can see like doing that long term. Hey, maybe maybe it'll be like a Drew Carey thing. You know, he's been on Prices Right now for like damn near twenty years. No, not that long, has it? Well, it feels like twenty years. It's probably like ten, but it feels like twenty years. Yeah, it's got to be like five or ten. I think it's I think it's closer to I think it's closer to ten. I was being facetious with twenty, but I think it, it it's it's got to be over ten at this point. We'll look that up. I'm yeah. curious now All because right. I don't think it's been that long since Barker retired. Hold on, that's like a staple. You know that that's on every day at lunch for some reason. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Holy shit! Ten years. Ten years on the on the nose. Ten years on the nose. Oh, nice. Well, good job. I'm he's wrong. he's only he's only sixty two. He's only sixty-two years old. He's younger he than he's old. younger than my old man. He looks older than dirt. Well, he's got all like crazy the goatee COVID and all beard. that shit now. That people are just hanging on to. Yo, his show is funny. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, it's on syndication. It you know it's one of those things where you just kind of put it on in the background, and then before you know it, you've seen the entire series like seventeen times. Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't know what syndication it's, is, but well, syndication like a show is not it's it's not produced anymore, and so it goes on to like TBS or uh, okay, something okay. like that, and they just play it at random times, like like Seinfeld. You know, Seinfeld is a show that I can sit, regardless of what time of day it is. If it's on the TV, I'm going to watch it, even though I've seen every episode a hundred times. Yeah, I I do that with Married with Children. I remember. My, my fondest memory of, of Married with Children was the very first time that I had ever gotten high. And uh, it was on the uh, it was on the TV and I was coming down and I, it was probably the funniest shit that I'd ever seen in my life. I had probably seen the show like a hundred times. As a kid growing up, my parents liked it. So I watched the hell out of it, but I never really found it all that funny. I just, it was always just on, I guess maybe when I was growing up, I didn't quite understand the humor, but the first time I got high and I had the giggles and I didn't really know what was happening because, you know, I didn't experience anything like that before, but whatever episode of Mary with children was on that it was the funniest episode in history. And I couldn't even tell you right now what episode it was. I have absolutely no idea. But I started laughing at it, and I didn't stop until it was over. And then I would get up and go to the bathroom and go pee. And in my apartment, I had one of those really long mirrors that goes all the way over the toilet. So it's like, you know, six feet wide. And I'm sitting here peeing, and I'm looking at myself, and I'm giggling, and I'm still giggling. I had been giggling probably for like three hours straight, and I didn't even know what was funny. 
but I'm peeing all over the place because I can't stop giggling. <laughs> and the only thing that sticks out about me, about that night for me, was that it was an episode of Married with Children. Oh, that's good. Did you ever watch the 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 knockoff Married with Children called uh, Unhappily Ever After with Bobcat Goldthwait playing the, the, the puppet, the, the bunny rabbit puppet that talked? No. It was, it was pretty good. It's not quite to the level of Married with Children, but it was pretty good. Yeah, man. Like, so Married with Children, I think, is on like IFC or something like that now. But you really got to search for it. But but I try to watch it whenever it's on. It, it's still funny. It makes me laugh the way it made you laugh when you were stoned. And it, it's amazing because some of the stuff they say in, in, in that show, like today, I don't know, man. That wouldn't make it. Couldn't That show wouldn't be what it was now. Well, it would be relegated to a streaming channel of some sort. You'd have to go searching for it on Netflix, like it would never play on network TV. Yeah, but I think that I, I think even still it would get crushed. Yeah, I think that that show that show started on Fox. Like that was a Fox show, one of the very first ones, if not the first Fox network show. Uh, I did. No, I think The Simpsons was around longer. Well, Simpsons was around longer, but I'm saying like the two shows that started that channel off were The Simpsons and Married with Children. And probably yeah, some other ones that. that never um that never made it. Oh yeah, I mean ones that made it. Yeah, all right. That makes more sense. Well, oh, and the dog alarm goes off. You you get you get your mail really late. No, nah, man, he, he's, he's at this new stage. I love set up in the front window. So every single dog that walks by, he has to bark at. And he sees the same dogs every every day. And if he's up by with them, they play. It's, it, it's amazing. Well, I think it was George Carlin that said that, uh, that dogs only have one concept of time, and that's forever. So that's why whenever you leave, they look at you like you're, they're never going to see you again. So he really doesn't yeah. remember who that those other dogs are. Well, he remembers me. So that doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, you equal food. He just, he sees you as a walking piece of bacon. Yeah, he's a little shit. It's uh, it's Jackie Robinson Day in baseball today. Everyone's wearing number 42. Yeah, it's a big day. And the Yankees aren't playing. What do you mean they're not playing? They play tomorrow. No, we're starting literally right now. Like, first pitch here is in about 20 minutes. Oh, is it on ESPN? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Our series starts tomorrow. You get tonight off. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we're off, dude. I we, forgot. We lost no, to we're... Toronto yesterday. They, they they had to rest LeMayu and Stanton. Yeah, I got Going into an off day, two yeah. days in a row. Y'all are yeah. off today. We're, we're, we're finishing up our, our uh, series with the Rangers. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, the, the, I'm getting ready to put the Rangers game on. They're playing the Devils. So what, what's going on down in South Florida? Anything wild and suspect? Uh, no, I was. I'm waiting for some protests to break out, but I think people are too busy taking Instagram selfies and shit to really protest down here. Well, I mean that's important. Yeah, it's 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 getting it's getting a little crazy. I mean the weather the weather is warming up. It's it's you know late spring here, so everyone's almost in full on summer mode, and, and we're right past spring break. But all the People that didn't go to spring break that came later. They're all here now. So this place is always packed. 
I mean, everybody in this world knows that when, when you put something on your Instagram, it's because everybody else in the world needs to know what your opinion is at that moment. I mean, you are the most important person. Uh, are you still a, a, are you still a Twitter user? Yeah, but I only do that to follow the beat reporters. Twitter is, 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 is terrible these days. I think I crushed the, the, I crushed MLB. I was trying to find the all-star game and I could only find it in like the Spanish broadcast. I could not find what channel it was on one year. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? I ended up watching it in closed caption. The uh, the All Star Game. Yeah, I, I I I don't know why I couldn't find the channel. I was I was ridiculous. What do you think about stop them moving it to uh, to Denver? I don't care. Whatever. I'm done with it, dude. I don't watch it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I like watching the the home run derby. Nah, I don't. Ruin Judge's swing a couple of years ago. I'm good. Well, it w- it'll it'll be interesting this year because I wonder if they'll use the old ball, or if they'll use the new ball, or if they use the new ball that doesn't travel as far, it won't really matter because if they're playing in in Coors Field, they're it's going to fly anyways. Yeah, they use the old ball. You, you might not get out of there till Tuesday. But it's hilarious that the stand that they took on that, moving it from from Atlanta, a very uh you know, African-American heavy city to the very, very diverse city of, of Denver, Colorado. I lived in, in Greeley, which is an hour north. And yeah, it was, it was not, well, actually it was, it was kind of diverse because there's a huge, uh, there's a huge Mexican population in, in Denver. So it was kind of diverse in that way, but that was really the only way. What, and even that wasn't huge, huge number. I was watching a video yesterday, I think it was, like Boulder. You know, Boulder and, and Burlington, Vermont had like the same city planner, I think. So downtown Burlington, Vermont looks exactly like downtown Boulder. Yeah, they're almost identical. Yeah. The the very, uh, very liberal bastions. Of Boulder, yeah, but and, and Boulder's Burlington. Boulder's fun though, dude. Boulder's fun when when you're young. Like I think I went there. I was nineteen or twenty years old with a fake ID. Boulder was a blast. Well, every college city is going to be fun when you're in college age. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't matter what what college city you go to. I mean, I went to Charlottesville, Virginia, for for a minute. What year was that? It was uh two thousand and two thousand and eight. Wait, you actually got into a college? I didn't go to the college. I just happened to be in the city. Oh, okay. I don't really belong in in a, in a college city, to be honest. It's not really my speed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like the partying and binge drinking aspect, but I can do that on my own. Like, I don't really need to be around a bunch of asshole kids. It's a healthy thought. I mean, I hate kids. I really don't like kids. So Charleston must have been a blast then, huh? Going down to the triangle. Oh, I hated the triangle so much. I, I mean, in Charleston, I, I found the good spots though, like the the more blue collar, more my speed. Speed like Madurua was my speed. The Irish pub. Madurua, Madurua. 
It's uh, the Irish yeah, pub. You went, you went there with me a number of times. And then yeah. right next to that was was the mill, which was uh, now bougie. No, the mill was the mill was like a concert venue, or it was like a big dive bar that had enough area to do a little concert. That place was yep. not bougie at all, and I hate that fucking no, I, word. I think, I, dude, I think there were days that we were the only people in that bar. That's exactly. That's my speed. And it still was filthy. As it should be. Like, if you don't have to do laundry after you, you get home from a dive bar, well, then it wasn't a dive bar. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it is. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, you want to you want to feel like, you know, you, you go home and your significant other and be like, did you just smoke a pack of cigarettes? It's like, no, I haven't smoked in 15 years, but I did go to this bar. Oh, well, that's it. It's like going into the smoking room at, at, at Miami Airport. Oh man, the smoking room. I went into a smoking room at Hong Kong International Airport one time. That was something else because those it was like the size of a bus of bus stop shelter with, you know, 17, 18 Chinese people in there chain smoking and then me. <laughs> where where were you going to smoke one and you come out feeling like you smoked three packs? Exactly. Like I <laughs> It's like, man, I, I might have to just lost eight years off my life. I might have to change flights and then go use one of these little Asian showers <laughs> with with the bidet. Well, yeah, I see if I could take a shower and bidet at the same time. There you go. You got to figure it out. Yeah, you install the bidet jet, you know, about waist high in the shower. If you, that'd be actually not a bad idea. You know, it'd be kind of like a jacuzzi jet in the shower. <laughs> Aiming right at your ass. <laughs> you got a sprinkler out the back side of the shower. Well, yeah, so that way you don't have to scrub your nails, you know, in the shower. There you go. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm very surprised that this hasn't been done yet. Well, it probably hasn't. It's probably failed. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a white-collar thing, so it's probably in the rich neighborhoods or the, uh, the bougie neighborhoods, as you would call it. It's a great word. Great word, bougie. It's a great word if you're, you know, big on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if you just like the word. Because it makes people kind of look at you like, what did that idiot just say? Bougie. Yeah. yeah. Somebody goes, what's it mean? I was like, Google. That'll help well, you. You know what it's short for, right? Nah, it's like bourgeois. It's French. Well, the bourgeoisie. Yeah, there we go. Bougie. I don't think the Z is pronounced. The bourgeoisie. Are you sure? Yes. It's I'm a con sure. it's a concept from Karl Marx. It's a it's a communist thing. Of course you would know that. You are the biggest communist I know. And that's the end of our show tonight, folks. <laughs> I'll have you know that this uh, this is actually our series finale. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you enjoyed there, it. Guys. It wasn't quite as successful as I thought it was going to be, but. Uh, struck a nerve, did I? We gave it the old bougie try. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pretend like the last 30 seconds just never happened. <laughs> uh, come on. It's okay. Oh man. So what's uh, are, are what's going on up in New York? Are people getting out? Are the are are 
did you get your did you get your uh, your authoritarian phone app yet? What's that? The your your vaccine passport that didn't work, I, dude. Who knows? I don't know. The world's opening up. I'm telling you, man. The governor started touching his his assistants, and they're all talking about it now. We can have gatherings up to 200 people outside. I love that he can kill, you know, 16, 17,000 people in a nursing home and no one gives a shit until he, he touches an intern. See, you know, like a communist like you would, would really go for that. All right, now. All right, I'll stop. Really touching the nerve there, huh? If I'm a communist, I'm the worst damn communist ever because I like to buy shit. I like to buy a lot of useless shit. Like bidets for my shower. There you go. Why don't you just put a garden hose up and, and screw it into the bathtub faucet there? It's not a bad idea because I don't really have the balance to get under the faucet. And then you get the handle, like your water in the yard, put it on jet mode, and you're good. Yeah, because the dog's not doing a good enough job. He keeps missing spots. There you go. So people are getting out. Are you get Are you getting out at all, or are you still staying in? Staying in New York? I mean, like, have you have you gone out, sat down no, at a bar, or well, sitting in a restaurant, you, you or anything can't. like that? So you, you still you can't you still can't go inside. Well, no, you can go inside and 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 but like, you can't sit at the bar. Big no no, unless like you're not in the city. So, what I don't understand is, you wear your mask into a place, you sit down at a table. And then it's okay to take the mask off. I just don't understand that concept. What if you sneeze or you cough? Like, I, I don't get it. And I, I know the CDC just like reduced the safe distance to like three feet or something like that. I don't understand that either. Well, they overprojected. The analysis that I heard was that, you know, they weren't really sure three, four, or five. So like, ah, six, six sounds all right. Use, use yeah, but six. now we're at three, so why can't I just sit in a bar? I don't understand this. Open the windows. We're good. I would assume in the next couple couple weeks you'll probably be able to. But I've saved a ton of money since the bars closed, so I mean, like, I'm not I'm not really complaining about it. But it's just it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And everybody's so freaked out, and then you know, like. I just saw that, that if you have the, the Pfizer shot, you, you have to get another one a year from your last one, and it doesn't work against the South African strain. So this this is never going to end. No, it's a business. It's a it, business. Well, see, that's what I'm afraid of. It's a business. I mean, you just look and see who who sponsors the vast majority of, of, of TV content. Especially, especially news programs like you look and see who the biggest donors, well, not donors, are the I biggest ad buys. Anymore. I'm done with that. It's all, it's all pharma. It's all pharma. Big pharma. Big pharma. I have to buy two different newspapers, read each, read the same article in both, and try to figure out what happened in the middle. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm more amazed that you actually buy newspapers. What's wrong with that? Actually, I'm more amazed that they're still printing newspapers up there. Well, I mean, yeah, but but you know, you got to buy the Post and the Times, and you read the same story, and it reads 180 degrees differently. And then you have to be like, 
All right, so in the middle here, this is kind of what happened based on the facts, well, if you're not just... based on the opinions of the writers, because everybody thinks their opinion matters. No, opinions are like assholes. A lot of people need to wash theirs. Well, I mean, I don't even care. Like, like I don't buy the newspaper to read an opinion. Although some of, some of the uh, the big newspapers' opinion columns are really the only place you can get the actual information. So they're, they're swinging around so so many ways. It, 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 it's sickening. It's yeah, it, it really sucks. I get all my news from the side of cereal boxes. <laughs> Did you know that over seventy percent of the United States is vitamin D deficient? And that if you live above the thirty fifth parallel, which I think I'm pretty sure New York is above the thirty fifth parallel. Yeah. Uh, if you're not supplementing vitamin D in the winter, you are deficient. Like, there's not really much of a question about it. It's like the most random thing I've ever heard. Like, where, where what made you think of that right there? Because that's one of the bigger uh, issues they're having. People with COVID have if they get really down or if they get really, you know, in a bad way. Most of the time, they they're vitamin D deficient. It's a good for your immune system. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a Scientologist. You know, but I will tell you that. Are you sure? Since I started taking it. You're not a part of the Cruz clan? The what? The Cruz clan. Talking about like Ted Cruz? Tom Cruz. Oh, no, 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 no. I might, no. No, I, I tried. I tried. Um, but then I heard about the whole Xenu thing and I gave it up. <laughs> now they won't stop calling. But either way. But yeah, it's a uh, supplement it in the winter, I guess. Go outside for half hour, forty five minutes each day during this during the rest of the year, but supplement it in the winter. And and, and then your poops will be right on time. Well, then I'm good because mine are on time every day. I worked that out. There's no better feeling than a, than a no wiper. That's when you know your diet is right. So, so then again, though, you know, like people with dogs, you know, they, they should be out that much every day at least. Yeah. It, it, most of the year, it's not a problem. It's, it's the winter because if, if you go out in the winter, you're not getting the right amount of sun to, to activate the vitamin D in your skin. So that's why you supplement. That's weird. Never thought of that. Where, where do you come up with this shit? Like what, what do you read? Do you even work? Dude, I haven't worked. How long have I been in this business? 15 years. I haven't worked for like 15 years. Actually, no, I'm closer to 16 now. Nah, I don't do I don't even know work, what work is. You worked for me for 3 years, so you I mean, worked. I, I pretended. I pretended most of the time. I've, I've just been on one long break. This is one long break until I can get to the next career. It's like you go you go in, you you log on the computer and then you just find random stupid shit to learn. I mean, it's all out there. It's the information superhighway, man. And you're always w willing to try shit. I mean, at one point, I think you were like like pulling wax or honey or some shit to suck the toxins out of your pores. Yeah, that didn't work, and it just tasted like ass. <laughs> I, re I remember talking to our mutual acquaintance going, what the fuck is he doing here? Yeah, it was like, called, where, where it was called oil, oil pulling. 
Yeah, oil pulling. Yeah, so you take like safflower oil or something along those lines and you'd swirl it around in your mouth for a while and it was supposed to be good for you. It was good at making your mouth taste terrible. There you go. But, you know, what are some other wacky things? Like skin brushing. I tried doing skin brushing for a little while. That that didn't really do anything. That's like where you, you take like a, a soft bristle brush and you just kind of you brush your skin and you get all the, the dead skin cells off it. You know what else works? It's called soap. No, soap is what makes it worse. No, soap is what dries your skin out if you don't get the right kind. Like you got, I got sensitive skin, man. I got like psoriasis, or the, or as I like to call it, the fucking grayscale. So you, you can't uh, just use, you can't just go out and buy some like Dial soap, or like, you know, the the kind that has all the perfumes and fragrances in it, because that's not good. That's not good for your skin if you got sensitive skin. So you got to get some some special kind. So go out in the sun and tan that shit. Make it like leather. Let's go. Uh, skin cancer runs in my family. I'm not playing that game. Besides, I, I mean, I go out and I get, I mean, I'm actually in the sun quite a bit because I take the dog out four times, four times a day. And the, the third walk of the day is like an hour and a half almost. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half each day. I'm like my, my farmer's tan is, is, is on point right now. I mean, I'm pasty ass white everywhere else, but the farmer's tan is on point. <laughs> yeah. So you should Instagram yourself walking a dog with your pasty ass white skin, just walking around with the farmer stand on no shirt just to see people's reactions. I mean, it would be okay here because people don't wear clothes in this city. Like they just don't wear clothes. Even the people that need to wear clothes don't wear clothes. <laughs> like they just don't do it. It's, it's a different culture. I mean, this is basically a foreign country in a major U S city is all it is. Which is, it's fine. I mean, that's, that's what it is, what it is. That's, I knew that going in, but I, I, I still have like a level of modesty. Like now, if, now if I was 24 years old and I was working out six times a day, like these people do, you'd still be wearing a swim shirt. No, no. I I mean, I think I'd, I think I'd probably show it off if I, if I was putting in that effort, but man, I'm a 40 year old pasty white dude. I ain't doing it right now. I just don't have that level of dedication. I, I I work out in in waves. Like I'll have a good couple weeks or a couple months where I'm like, man, this is like when I was up in Alaska for those two years. Like there wasn't really much else to do, so I got into a really good routine. Like I, where I was had a really nice gym, uh, and so I was I was using it a lot. You know, out at sea a lot, so using using the gym on the boat a lot and I was looking pretty damn good, but then the desire to do it wanes or I get distracted by something and it takes, you know, another couple weeks or maybe a month or another two months before I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me, let me lift up this milk jug. All right. Well, I'm set. I'm set for another couple weeks. So you miss Alaska? No, not in the least. Come on. I became such an alcoholic up there. Like, people don't really think that, I guess I say people don't really realize how serious the seasonal affective disorder is. That is a that is a big deal. It, it affects people in different ways, but I can tell you that you have a pretty strong will 
to be up there and deal with that. You got to have a lot yeah, of support. But, well, no, they have they have long hunting seasons. You're good, dude. Well, see, that's the thing. You have to be into that sort of thing. Like you gotta you gotta supplement your time with fishing or hunting or hiking and things like that. If you don't do any of those things, then it's going to hit you and it's going to hit you pretty hard. You're going to drink a lot. That's why there's such a huge amount of natives up there that are, that are just straight alcoholics because the government gives them money to live and procreate so they can maintain their, their tribes. And so there are a lot of, of just straight alcoholic people up there and pull tabs. They do a lot of pull tabs. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. I think I may I may have made four or five hundred dollars off off of, off of some pull tabs. Of course you would. You're a bad guy. It's good. I'm happy for you. I mean, got to make money where you can. It's not like you were spending money while you did nothing but play video games. Holy smokes! I saved so much money up there. It's insane. It's insane. The only problem is what a gallon of milk costs twelve, thirteen dollars out there. That's if you drink milk. I don't drink milk, so I saved that money. All all that money went to bacon, bacon and chicken wings, and there, there you go, and and meat, like some form of meat. No guns, not one. No, I'm not interested in weapons. Like a no forty four magnum or something like that, just because. No, I'm not. I'm not a gun guy. I mean, I got nothing against guns. You know, you can have them. I, don't, I'm, I got nothing against them at all. It's just a culture that I never really got into. Same with, like, you know, a lot of guys, like, you know, getting into cars or motorcycles, things like that. These are just things that, that I never became interested in, really, ever. Well, I put money in my truck, so I like my truck. I fell into the, I'm going to spend a ton of money on my truck, especially when COVID hit, when I couldn't do anything. I was just like, eh, all right, cool. Let's do this, 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 and this. Well, like lift so. it? No, no, no. I only have a half ton truck. I put, I put an exhaust on it. So, so it's a little bit louder. Rims, tires, you know, just the basic stuff. Uh, I mean, I have a truck and I like my truck. But I, I don't do any of that fancy stuff with it. I just, all I care about is making the thing run and run forever. Like that, you remember the Camry Mero that I had, you know, I had a 19. Yeah, that was the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Dude, 1998 Toyota Camry. When I bought it, it had a, a, about 120,000 miles on it. And I drove that thing for, for 15 years. And when I got rid of it, it had 230,000 miles on it. It went. It got me across the country. I want to say about four or five times. And the only such a piece of shit car. It ran. You know what? It ran. It ran. It ran. It ran. Had a fucking wing on it. It was the best car in the history of mankind. The only surgeries I ever had to do on that thing because the the struts went out, and so whenever I would go over a bump, it would it would it would hit the bottom frame, and so I, I cracked the flex pipe in the exhaust. And that was only like a hundred bucks to have somebody weld it back together. And then I got the brakes worked on once. So that was like $700. And then right at the end, it needed a new radiator, which was like $800, something like that. Other than that, I replaced the battery cables on it once and it ran like I had no other issues with it forever. That was it. That was all. 
And for uh, for something I bought for like four thousand forty five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars, I can't even remember how long it was back in 20, uh, 2005. I mean, how much can you ask for? That's people put too much money into their vehicles. For what? I mean, was it going to so you can drive it down the boulevard with neon lights? Who gives a shit? I mean, it's a hobby. I don't really want to shit on somebody's hobby, but it just wasn't really a hobby that I wanted to spend a lot of money on. So I traded it in. I traded it in. I got a 2017 Toyota Tacoma with next to no miles on it. And when I when I when I traded it in, I was fully expecting them to to not give me anything for it. I was like, well, they they asked me, you want to trade in your 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 Camry? I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, can you just take it because I know you're not going to give me anything for it? Can you just junk it? I'm like, well, we'll give you five hundred dollars. My eyes lit up. I was like, man, why didn't you why didn't you call cars for kids? Because I hate those fucking commercials, man. I'm not giving them anything. <laughs> it's like not until you come up with a better way to sell yourself. Those little bastards with the stupid, like the stupid song that you can't get out of your head. Come on, that's a great song. No, like I watch the commercials for it, and the kids aren't even playing the instruments. I'm like, what kind of shit is this? Hey, are, are, so are those commercials on your regional sports network? They're on every network. See, I only see them on on the Yes Network. Well, we just changed because Fox Fox Sports isn't a thing anymore, right? So we they changed it to whoever the highest bidder was, which in this case it's Bally. So all the all the Fox Sports channels became Bally Sports, and they took over on March thirty first of this year. And their production value is not there yet. Like they're they're screwing up their coverages of. of the camera work sure? and yeah, Fox sports doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's, it's like FS one is still a thing All right, and FS two, but the, I'm talking about the, 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 the Fox regional, like we had Fox sports sun for the Tampa area and Fox yeah, sports, okay. Florida for Miami. It's that, Bally. See, that's what I was curious about because you have the sun. Well, that was the channel, the sun network or whatever. Yeah, it used to back in the day before Fox, it used to be called the sunshine network. And that's where you'd watch the magic. You'd watch the, uh, not the bucks, but you'd watch uh, like the lightning before this was even before the Rays were a team. So before 1998, it was a sunshine network. And then Fox bought all these regional sports channels and they called them Fox sports. So Fox sports, Florida, Fox sports, uh, sun, and now it's Bally. So, you know, it's like the Bally fitness where they were the guys that took, took the, took the sponsorship over, but they're, they're still working out the kinks. They're still working out the kinks. They'll never fix them. Probably not, but it's sad because I have Bally Sports Sun, and like right now the the Rays are going to play on the on this channel, which is great because it's on my cable. But sometimes they don't show it, even when you know it's supposed to be on there, because I'm not in that area. Like I'm in the Miami area. Yeah, so you get blank whenever the Marlins are playing. But I have. I have the Bally Sports Florida channel too. It's just the schedule's not right. It's something's really weird with it. No, they blit, they block you out. You have to go on the VPN. Is what I was told. Well, no, I do that for I do that because I, I order the 
like I always pay for the single team package for hockey and baseball every year, regardless of where I live. I just, I buy it every year because you get discount and it's only like 70 or 80 bucks for a single team package for the whole year. And I already have a VPN anyways. So like a VPN, five bucks a month, whatever. So I get to watch it regardless. But what I don't like for the NHL package they give you the pregame. So the half-hour pregame, you can watch that, which is good. Baseball, they don't do that. They don't start the game until, like, the 10 minutes before first pitch. That's really annoying. I like I like watching well, the pregame. Well, it doesn't matter because the cable's going away. Everybody's trying to get you to unplug. They're doing everything they can. The, the Peacock Network, all that crap. Yeah, but there's some some stuff that's going to stick around, I think. So I was talking to my buddy, and he he you know he's a, he's a big uh, wrestling guy, WWE or WWF, whatever it's called. So you know he's hardcore. He's the networks and all that stuff. I go, hey, you know, did you watch your pay per view? He said it was in the news up here, and he goes, no, no, no. I they they got rid of the network. He stole the rights in a billion dollars to Peacock. Well. Well, what about your subscriptions and all that? Oh, oh, they gave me a refund. Well, what the hell is that? He goes, well, they're trying to get rid of all this stuff. They're, they're, everybody's trying to get their own little app. So eventually you're, you're going to have your smart TV and you're going to go from app to app to app to app and your remote's not going to work. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Do you, how many streaming services do you subscribe to right now? Zero. You don't have any of them? Nope. You have cable, though. Yep. That's it? Yep. Do you still get a uh, Sunday ticket every year? No. You stop doing that? Yep. I have cable. That was DirecTV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you and can I get Sunday ticket and, my... and, and stream it. I think they're going to lose that. Well, no, so I'm home, too. So why why would I do that? I don't know if you got it on your your computer or something like that. Put it on your TV. Yo, know, I, I I tried the MLB app, and I tried to watch a game while I was upstate, and it said based on my geographic location, I couldn't watch the game, and I deleted it. I'm done. That's probably the whole all of New York. They probably consider one geographic area since there's no Buffalo team. Yeah, it's just a lot of crap though. Yeah, the blackout thing sucks. I agree. I agree. Like, like I have, I I have the app, and and I, I I got into it with Directv about that, and Verizon. I said I pay for this network. Why can't I watch the frigging games? Well, they're blacked out in your area because the Red Sox are there. Well, I'm not a Red Sox fan. I pay for this cable package. Give me what I want to watch. That's not how it works. Yeah, take a walk. I'm done. Yeah. Yo, they go full digital. I'll just stop watching. I don't care. Is what it is, I guess. I'll read the scores in the newspaper. I canceled. I canceled my Netflix. I I will be canceling Disney Plus when I get to the end of this this subscription, which is I, I bought it for a year, so I got a long way to go. But I will be getting rid of that. I only have Hulu for Letterkenny. I'll probably get rid of that for all. I mean, I don't really want any of these. I wasn't really watching them 
I have Amazon Prime, but that's just because I have Amazon Prime. Like I, I own, I get, I, I order a lot of shit off of them, even though I, I probably shouldn't, but I do because it's easy and, and I'm lazy. And so I get the video that comes with that, but they do a lot of upselling. Like they'll, they'll, they, they'll give you one season of a show. You'll watch it and you'll be like, well, son of a bitch, I want to watch more. And they're like, oh, well, you got to buy this channel. It's like five bucks. And then you can watch the rest of this, the seasons of this show. Like, you son of a bitch. So now I got to cancel the extra channel I bought because I really wanted to watch the end of this show. Because, I, <laughs> Well, I couldn't pirate it. Usually I'm really good at pirating things. This one particular show, because it was out of Montreal, it was very, very, very difficult to find. And so I was like, you know what? I don't even want to look anymore. I'm just going to, I'm just going to pay for the five bucks for a couple months and then, and then call it quits. But that's really irritating, but that's really the only one I'll have left after Hulu. And when I cancel the Disney and I need to sell the Disney stock I have too. I'm, I'm not really huge into them anymore. They're, they're starting to bother me a little bit. Why? Uh, I'm just over the messaging um, like, I mean, you know me, I'm a huge comic book guy and it's getting a little too, too, too much pro- proselytizing, I guess you could call it. Like I was watching the new C- series. Oh, oh, real quick, real quick. Remember that I'm a moron and break down that word you just used. More like preaching, preaching. So We'll just say like social justice message messaging. Oh, so over, prophes- the, over the top. Prophesizing. Wait, what did you s- proselytizing? Proselytizing. I'll be honest. I don't even know if I use the word right. I'm gonna look it up and hold make on, sure that wait, I use on. it. Let's 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 search this. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a uh, pre it's like preaching. It's like preaching basically. So. Um, to, yeah, so to win over, spread the gospel to, evangelize to, make converts of, bring someone into the fold, to recruit someone, to join one's party, institution, or cause. Yeah, so proselytizing. I did use it correctly, see? So I got some of them book learnings. Well, anyways, to get back to what I was saying. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You got something wrong? You got something different? No, I just want to know where you learned this word. I read a lot, man. Like that's not a word that like that's not a word somebody pulls out of their back pocket. Like like that's a pull right there, dude. It's I'm actually surprised that you've never heard that word before. No, I've never heard that word. And I, I like I I I use thesaurus a lot, so I find a lot of real random words. What's another word for thesaurus? I, I don't uh, know. get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, never mind. Yeah, that, I don't know what you were saying, but if you thought that was funny, it was absolutely stupid. Okay. I'll enjoy it in my own little way. Okay, pasty. Well, proselytizing. I was watching the new show, the uh, Cap uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So it's a new Marvel show. Because I, I watched WandaVision. I really liked it. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll watch this one too. And it was like the first or second episode. I think it was the second episode. And it just had a, a social justice situation came up. And, and, it, and I mean, I, like, whatever. I don't care that much. It's just 
I like my comics because I, I want to escape. The same reason when people watch sports, you know, they want to get away from shit. And they just created a situation where I just didn't think it needed to be there. It'd be fine if it was if it was actually integrated into the show in a, in a realistic way. I, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But it wasn't. It was like put in there simply for the sake of being there. And I, I just, it just, and they're doing this with a lot, a lot of different, a lot of different things. Because you know they're employing a lot of new comic book writers. You know the, the comic book writing industry. And, and artists, you're always looking for the next new, like, young voice, you know. And so as you get the, the new generation in there, they're going to start doing these things that are popular to them. And so it's just going to keep happening more and more and more. And I'm, I'm not interested. I'm not saying that they're not allowed to do it. I don't care what they do. It's just I don't I don't particularly want to partake in it. Yeah, I mean, It's just too old. much, you know. Leave me alone. Get off my fucking lawn. And you're 40, Green comic book. Well, yeah, I like comics. Yeah. Some people like cars. Some people yeah. like guns. Some people like comics. I mean, I like bowling too. Sue me. Yeah, yeah, it's still a joke. Whatever, man. Yeah. It's only a joke if you're bad at it. Oh well, yeah, no, no, it's still a joke even if you're good at it. I was thinking about my old roller skates the other day. My old quad roller skates. Because I, I saw that there were a lot of people now running around in, in rollerblades again. And I, I mean, I haven't seen rollerblades in years. And there are a lot of people around here that are back on their rollerblades again. Yeah, but dude, you've been in Alaska. I mean, even Everybody when... Everybody had skates. Even when I was in... Rollerblades. Seattle and Charleston, like I didn't see anybody on rollerblades very much. Well, Seattle, they they were all at the bubblegum wall contributing. In Charleston, they were all getting brunch. Seattle, they all ride their stupid fucking cycles. They're super bicycles. Yeah, because they're too cool for rollerblades. It made me wonder, though, if maybe maybe like a a pop star or somebody had used rollerblades in a video or something, and maybe that's why it had come back into fashion. Because there, it's not just that they're it's not just that they're wearing, running around rollerblades, but they have fanny packs on when they're and people are running in fanny packs, like they got fanny packs when they're jogging now, full on, like not the neon green ones, but like just regular fanny packs. So we're back to the eighties. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I, I maybe or the nineties. I mean, rollerblades were in the nineties. I had one pair, I think, one time that I got for sale at Kmart for like probably $25, $30. But I think I only had them. I might only had them for like a month, two months. I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever used them for more than two months. But when I was six, seven, eight years old, I was all about some roller skates, man. Yeah, everybody was. When I was a kid, that like, Going to the the roller rink or something like that was like a hot date. You find the girl you had to crush on and ask her to go skate with you. Yeah, back then that was kind of the deal. Yeah, we had two two roller skating rinks. One one was in the good neighborhood and one was in the not so good neighborhood. But the one in the not so good neighborhood had the better the better stand up arcade games. 
Like it had the the skateboard game called 720 that all it had was a joystick and the joystick could only go around in a circle. There you go. And uh, Altered Beast had Altered Beast. I remember that. That's funny. You remember that stupid arcade game, Area 51? That was the one with a gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the precursor to uh, Big Buck Hunter. I have wasted hundreds and hundreds of dollars in that game. Did you ever beat it? No. I don't think they designed those games to beat. No, definitely not. Hundreds of dollars. It's amazing. So what else is going on in your world, man? Oh, getting ready to move to DC. You so. got a, you setting a date? Uh, middle of June, I hope. So this will be a whole different kind of show once you once you get into the nation's capital. But yeah, because I have to like get rid of all my crap, all my stupid cooking infomercial crap. I'm gonna get rid of. Like, I live in a a, a two bedroom, you know, side of a house now, and I like I, the neighborhood I'm looking at. Like one bedroom, one bath is the same amount of money. So, and 700 square feet as opposed to you know the the 12 or 1400 I have here. Are you gonna carpool? No, I'm trying to pick pick an area right next to the train. I'm looking at the the like the navy yard, which is like walking distance to the ballpark. Yeah, Anacostia. And then, huh? Anacostia. Yeah, yeah, north of the bridge though. Anacostia used to be not a very good area back in the day. I heard that's not a good area now. So, oh, it never really got it. Well, I mean, they put the I know they put the ballpark somewhere close to that to try and clean it up a little bit, but then again, they well, tried. It, well, it's north. It, it's north of the bridge. It's it, it's 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 on the capital side. So that's better. It's a little bit better. Yeah, it's like a like a. It's one of those bougie neighborhoods. Bougie. Yeah. So you know, I can Uber to the ballpark. I'll I'll go watch a ball game. I mean, that looks like a nice park. Ball game. It looks it looks like a nice ballpark. Yeah, who knows? Like, like it, but it's it, it's going to be hard to compete because Camden Yard is such a great ballpark. Well, that's the—I mean—that's the most classic non-national landmark ballpark there is. I mean, it's a half hour from from, from DC, and, and and like I love Yankee Stadium. Fenway's great. Camden Yard is a great ballpark. Dude. I agree. I agree. I've I went I've been there I want to say probably nine or ten times. Yeah, just go drink some natty bows over at the pickle bar. I wish that I could get natty bow down here. That's that's a regional shit beer that I would absolutely buy here. And not like some regional shit beers are good and some aren't. Like the ones that aren't are like uh Iron City. Iron City's gross. But Natty Bow, for those of you who, who don't know what Natty Bow is, it's short for National Bohemian. It's got the 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 guy that's the that looks like the Pringles guy. Yeah, and, and and the peanut. Yeah, he's like a mix between the Pringles guy and Mr. Peanut. That is a good shit beer. I remember the one time you and I went to Camden Yards with a few other people and I got pretty tore up on some Natty Bow and got the phone number of this girl that was working 
the stand that was selling the Natty Bow. Well, no, actually, I was drinking Natty Bow in the stadium and before, but when we got out and we were already three sheets to the wind, we went to the bar, not Pickle. We, we went to Pickles. Yeah, and yeah Sluggers, but then we wound up in, like, Fells Point. Well, right, but this was before that, though. This was before we even wound up in Fells Point. We we were still drinking outside of the stadium, and I went up to the girl, and I was like, let me get a Natty Bow. She goes, we don't have any Natty Bow at this bar, but I do have some hams. And so I switched from Natty Bow to hams. <laughs> you want to talk about going from bad to worse. Holy smokes. But I ended up with that girl's number. And Didn't we all end up at that strip club, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, fantasies. 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 Oh. fantasies. Um, yeah, yeah my roommate was wearing, like, a, a fantasies tank top. Yeah, it was a spaghetti strap T-shirt. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, like, like I was just like, what the? What, what is going on here? Folks, imagine, imagine this. Picture this. Uh, someone that looks about 44 years old. He's got a bald head. He's got the kind of eyeglasses that your grandpa would wear that has the bar over the top. And he's missing his right front tooth. And he's wearing a stripper's spaghetti strap shirt. <laughs> that is, uh, that was our night at that oh, strip club. That was, but I tell you, yeah. as strip clubs go, I like, I'm not a strip club person. Like, I'm not a fan of it. Like, to me, I just, I don't, I, I never really could get into it. But either way, for strip clubs, that was one of the better ones. I had more of an enjoyable time in there than, than some of the other ones. Maybe it was the setup. Uh, maybe I can't really tell you why, but I just I enjoyed that one more than most others. I don't know, man. The Canadian ones are fun. Well, I don't really. I've never it, really been to a Canadian one, so I don't know. So, so the only problem with Canada though is uh, their dollar is a coin. So after enough rounds of, of liquor, you start doing like you, you remember when you were a kid, you're flicking quarters at each other. Yeah, aren't those loonies? Yeah, well, if 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 you start doing that to the dancers, everybody gets mad. Well, yeah, who wants to get coins thrown at them? <laughs> well, you're not technically throwing them; you're flicking them. Yeah, it's like playing quarters, but with loonies. Yeah, and if you're really good at it. You can leave bruises or red marks. Yeah, I can see how that would make some people a little angry. Especially in your if you're in in off limits biker run biker gang bar. Everybody frowns upon that fast. Do they have biker gangs in Canada? Yeah, yeah, they do. Well, I'll be damned. Learn something new every day. They don't have vaccinations in Canada right now, but they have biker gangs. No, they, they do have uh, prison camps. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, but I mean, every country does. Yeah, well, it's a new world, my friend. It's a new world. So thinking yeah. back, and, and so I got this girl's phone number, and I remember inviting her out. A couple days later, and we went to the Duclaw place in the mall, the the beer, the local brewery, Duclaw. What mall? The big one that we talked about before. 
know, dude, is that where episode. you bought that freaking hat? Because I guarantee you, I wasn't there. You were with me. Yeah, it was uh, Arundel Mills. The, I remember we called it the Grundle Mills because it sounded funny. We were at Arundel Mills, and they had a, a Buffalo Wild Wings in there, and they had a Duclaw Brewery. So I went into the Duclaw Brewery. I took this girl, and I just, I, I, she must have looked so much different when I was shit faced, because, I, it. Oh, you had the goggles on. Uh, that was one of the one of the more egregious cases of goggles that I'd ever had. But she was nice. Still did it. No, no, I, I don't think I did. I don't remember. Put the goggles on after. Well, the Duclaw, I don't think, was as potent as the Natty Bow <laughs> or the hams. The Natty Bow hams. And it was, you know what, it was because of that. It was actually because of her and the fact that I had drink, drank hams there. Because that was the first time I had ever had hams. Like, we didn't have hams in Florida that I ever bought because I was always drinking, like, Miller High Life or something in Florida. I never really if, – if we, if we had hams down here as I was growing up, I, I don't ever remember seeing it. So the, the first time I go to, like, Dutch Harbor and I go to the, the Alaskan chip store or the Ass in their liquor store and they had hams, and I just remember being super excited to see hams <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't see any hams ever since meeting that girl at Camden Yards. And you find them in Dutch Harbor, Alaska. Of all places in the world, Dutch Harbor, Alaska – and I Actually just remember going out, perfect sense to me. sitting by the bonfire and getting shit faced on hams, and having a really, really, really bad hangover. And you want to talk about the worst hangovers in the world? Waking up in a wreck on a boat, like working—it's because you're already breathing in dirty air when you're on a boat as it is, and so trying to sleep in a cubicle when you're really, really, really drunk and it's it just makes a hangover that much worse some of the worst hangovers i ever had were were waking up on a boat couldn't happen to a better person i'm the best person yeah yeah all right dude well hey yeah let's wrap this up i gotta run all right i'm gonna wrap this up thanks for listening oh, real quick what? real quick what's the, up? uh the new song to start it yeah it was it was much better than the last one. Well, it's nice to know you're paying attention. I'll send you a link to it. No, nah, I'm good. It's not that good. All music, the beginning of this episode, you can find it on my I'm I'm trying a new audio site called Audius A U D I S. So you can go to my Audius site, audius.co slash techwipe. Or you can go to my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com forward slash techwipe. I, uh, you can email the show if you want. No one ever does, but you can give it a shot. It's techwipe at protonmail.com. Do it, people. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Tell us how bad we are because we're really not very good at this. And to be honest with you, we don't care. Probably just use it as a joke in the next one. That's true. We could use some material. Although we did, this one was pretty good, and we we had no, we had no um, agenda for this whatsoever. So we just kind of talk shit here. But email the show, techwipe at protonmail.com, audio site, audius.co, slash techwipe, soundcloud.com, slash techwipe, yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, we will catch you the next go-round. <laughs>